You're listening to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of Lingerie Fighting Championships. And now, here's your host, Michael Lutkin! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. My name is Mike Larkin, and joining me today is one of the newcomers to the LFC realm. She made her debut at LFC 35 Booty Camp 3D back in Halloween of 2021 against Lauren the Animal Fogel, and you'll see her at the FHM bootleg November 17th for LFC 37.5 against newcomer Miss Jenny Wholesome, the one, the only, MJ, the Dominator, Domino. How are you, MJ? What's up? I'm so good. So good. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. I got to say, first and foremost, folks, we've been talking about this, doing this for a while, and it's great to have you on the show because your story deserves to be told, and you have had such a journey, and I'm happy to see where that journey has taken you because you've been looking good. You've been doing everything mind, body, and soul and really staying on your path, and I love to see what you're doing from your sessions from Women Athletes on Fire to LFC. The trajectory is just amazing, MJ. Yes, I'm, I'm very proud of myself. I'm surprised to have overcome everything that I have, but... I have an amazing group of women to look up to that have taken me under their wing and helped give me the guidance that I need to keep my foot on the right path. So absolutely. And I mean, of course. And I mean, from like sobriety and recovery and from everything, I'm going to say right now, as someone who's seen it with my fellow peers as well, it's not easy, but I always say this to people as well. And you brought something that's very operative. If you have the right support system around you folks, or if you just, you know, really showcase and just really gravitate towards that person, really are invested in how integral things can be to one said life and overall being, it's wonderful. And it really goes you not only down the right path, but it just really just assures you just the great people that we have in this world and the positivity and the positive proactive side of things that really makes one being so it works all hand in hand yeah absolutely now where you are right now we're going to talk about this because this one over here folks not only do you got the skills that kills or place the s put in the z when it comes to your athletic prowess and your overall mind body and soul but you have taken this like a hand in glove when it comes to lfc because i was so happy to see when you made your debut back on halloween night 2021 lfc 35 booty camp 3d you and lauren the animal fogel did your thing you came in guns a blazing you had a great entrance with the overall style and finesse you made every moment count what was that like for you to make that LFC debut and especially on Halloween night back in 2021 where the freaks come out at night but also at the same time it's ghoulish it's goblin but it's also fun for the whole entire entertainment of the audience it was scary as fuck because I'm not used to being the center of attention and they had called us literally three days before the event and they were like hey you want to do this you can uh, wrestle Lauren and at that time I was fresh in my sobriety and just like in awe of this entire lifestyle because it's so glamorous. I never thought that I could be one of these women myself because I always looked up to these girls. I was like, oh, they're so beautiful. They're so buff. I could never be that. But it was just, it was intense. And I'm glad that I had Lauren there to pop my cherry because she has been my main squeeze 
she was my first friend when I got sober and I'm just so grateful for her presence in my life. <laughs> I will say this and I give a lot of kudos to Lauren, the animal Fola as well. For those who have not checked her out just from her, her fighting stance and from her tenure in the LFL to the LFC auspices. I think when you look at someone like Lauren, the animal Fogel, besides the external beauty, her internal soul, she's very careful. She's very carefree. And what I love her about her too, as well, she's very, very giving when it comes to her friends and just her overall spirit. I always appreciated the fact when you look at someone like Lauren, it's a great representation, dare I say, of your presentation that goes into LFC and that really epitomizes and legitimizes what we get to see out of all the LFC ladies and whatever entertainment field. So kudos to Lauren, the animal Fogel. And I'll put this over. Y'all had a damn good match. You got some good strikes and kicks in, man. You held your own. That was a good one. It was a good one. We'll, we'll get another one in there in the future. <laughs> I'm sure you will. There was a nice little sportsmanship at the end of the bout, folks. There was a nice little pat on the butt, if you will. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it went hand in hand. Y'all had some fun. Y'all had some yeah. fun. Oh, my goodness. But I got to say, you have kind of come into this like a hand in glove. And when I look back at that bout as well, one of the things, and I'm going to say, if you've not followed this one on Instagram over here, it's a great post of positivity and light and just overall bad assery, if you will, to put that into the forefront. Uh, you over here that night on LFC 35, you were talking about being nervous, but one of the people that also held you going into this was the one and only Jennifer Thomas, a.k.a. Jenny Bloody Valentine, really helped and guided you. That was one of the most inspirational posts I've seen because Jenny is one of the ones at the forefront front women's athletes on fires and session girls and lfc she's another empowering figure in her own right mm -hmm. yeah if i hadn't come across her fuck i don't even know where i've been because right when covid hit is when like i started turning my life around and going in a different direction because i've been a bartender i've been a server i was a bikini barista working these hourly jobs and you know still stuck in the matrix of this world and then Jennifer Thomas came, comes along and she has Session Girl. She's got Women on Fire. And it's like, wow, dude, this is, this is something that I can work for. I can build an empire off of this. <laughs> and she's just so positive all the time. And oh, I'm just, I'm so grateful for her. <laughs> I got to say, first of all, I love your energy and your spirit right here. And what's very imperative here, folks, is I say this all the time. I think when it comes to getting yourself into that spiritual mindset, I think you have to realize that not only does God have a plan for you, but God really sets up a lot of places that, dare I say, those feelers, if you will, to where you go. It's the, <laughs> it's the truth. It's, it's the truth. And I, I've always stayed that and managed it with my faith because I've grown up with, I'll be honest, as a Catholic Man, folks, a lot of people I've grown up with my uncle who was very religious. My mom is very much into God. So I've really gone towards that realm. My father was a friggin' altar boy, for God's sake, back at the Catholic Church when he was younger. So I've been around it and I've always been open to seeing where the universe takes me and opening and expanding horizons. Because I think if you don't, then you're just stuck in one place. I mean, we're all instead of being closed minded, it's really opening up one's minds. I mean, you look at what we do and it's entertainment. It's great. It's an art form. It's a platform. It's art in itself. But at the same time, man, it's just like, you know what? Everything's an art form. You can look at music. You can look at wrestling. You can sports, what have you. You have to see it for what it is from that person's lens and really just opening up and seeing what goes into your heart and what you can exude and put out into the energy and see where it goes. That's the importance of what we do. But also at the same time as well, if you're having fun, Fuck it. Have fun with it and let you do what you are and fuck what everybody else says. Tell them to kick rocks, so to speak. You have to have that mentality. Yeah, that part. I can be I can be myself for the first time. And it's like I don't have to hide any little 
crazy aspect of me because I am who I am. And some people can't handle my energy because I am a lot. And those aren't my people, but these are my people now. They get it. <laughs> well, first of all, I wouldn't say you're a lot. I will say this about you is I think you have the vibrancy and the spontaneity of goodness, if you will, this positive spontaneity, if you will. And that's a good thing because the mind constantly keeps going. You want to do this. You want to do that. It's not really being overall all over the place. It's being very passionate, but also at the same time, you know what's in your heart. So you want to put what's in your heart into the universe and give out that energy and see who gravitate towards you. So I got to say, I think it's very admirable and commendable on your part. Thank you. I like that. I like the way you word that. You're very welcome. But it's true. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves, folks. Not all of us are going to be everyone's cup of tea. But if you can find who you rock with and who you stay with, so to speak, it works. And I mean, you've really rocked into the world of from going to be a bartender, barista, if you will, and doing all these jobs and making your way. I mean, it just shows the fact of, you know what, I'm going to do this because there's a lot of people that don't want to work the typical nine to five. You want to become that influencer, that content creator and see what sticks with you. Because I think what's great about if you look at modeling the fetish world, LFC, what have you, there's something for everybody everybody's preferences is different and unique and you get to explore and really go into see what one's psyche is like so that's very intriguing to one's mind and to one's clientele and business if you will because that's how you have to look at it you're your own business woman you have your set model and boom here we go i like that businesswoman. i've never been one of those before Hey, well, I mean, here's what it is. You have to look at it like that, MJ. And what I love about it, too, is as well, you've led yourself being the businesswoman that you are. We're going to put the emphasis on that from LFC and then getting into Sessions World and the Women's Athletes on Fire, which we'll touch upon here now. Uh, Tommy Bell did an amazing drawing of you going into that event for Women's Athletes on Fire. So for you, how is it seeing that drawing, looking your overall image come to life and just the overall image that that artist seeing being Tommy Bell? How is that for you getting to be a part of that amazing piece? That Tommy Bell is just an amazing artist and he's a very, very sweet guy. Uh And when I saw, because the first picture that he did was um, for the Women Athletes on Fire in Chicago. And it was a picture of me with Jennifer Thomas, um, Desi, and there was another girl on there too. But I was just like, yo, like that's me right there. I am this. And then he made another one and I'm just like, oh shit, this is real life. Like people are actually making art of me. And it's just, it fills my heart. Cause just because I just can't believe it's me. This is my life now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will put it to you like this. First of all, he incorporated your imagery very well. He absolutely did for sure. Uh, When you look at when you look at Tommy, dude's a humble dude. I mean, he just loves what he does. He loves what he creates and the magic that he does. Because if you look at it, it's magic. And I mean, what he created with yourself, and once again, shout out to Des Desire, because Des is another one in her own right. What she's doing in the MMA world, her overall spirit and her energy brings to life. Very intense, very disciplined. And she's another one that I think a lot of people need to be on the lookout for. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's giving back to her community. She's te- uh, teaching self-defense classes up in California and I just love people that can get that give back and provide value to other people instead of just themselves. 
I think in a way that's, we talk about art a lot on this show. I mean, it's a lost art because people sometimes, and I mean, it's unfortunate people sometimes get the big head and a little ego, but if you give back to where you came from, like, I'll be honest with you right now, from where I'm standing, I'm in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, but I'm a Long Island boy till I die. I always love giving back to my people who I see on the island do stuff. And if I can give them a platform to tell their story, to see where their business ventures have gone, I think it's wonderful because I've been around that lifestyle and I've seen what I have now to where I'm in Myrtle Beach. Like here you are with your Vegas style from where you were as a bartender barista to where you are now in the entertainment realm from the modeling sort of things. You have that ability to not only inspire and encourage within your words, but it's the actions that you take of who you are as a person really just shows from where you are from back then to now. And I think from your recovery stance, I think where you are mindset right now, I think it's golden, man. And I think a lot of the girls that represent yourself and everybody in the thing, it's just, it's golden, man, because from the LFC side of things, the overall session girl side of things and women's athletes on fire, you have an ability with your events to not only entertain, but elicit a reaction, showcase subtleties, intricacies, and nuances. It works. It's the entire package, so to speak. Yes. I love me some praise kinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it is too. And all right, we'll talk about these kinks over here because you've brought this up in a lot of your stuff. There's many different types of kinks. There's like you mentioned, praise kinks, there's muscle worship, there's foot fetish, there's many different sides of it. But I think a lot of people can definitely dive into the fact, and I'll say this about your session, since you started, like you have that great thing of just like leg scissors, head scissors, holds and what have you. But you do have a way with your clientele where you could see, and I've seen through your imagery and a lot of the stuff that you've been portraying out there like it's fun it's vibrant but you know how to smash and bash and just you know do your thing so i think from that powerful side of things you've been killing on all cylinders with your sessions man i actually don't do a lot of sessions here in las vegas I, there are so many girls to choose from so i need to get more experience under my belt when it comes to um physical contact and the wrestling mm -hmm. so then i can provide more like more variety because I have people asking me to do um, competitive, but I'm not comfortable with that just yet. And I know I'll get training at some point, but now is just not the right time. <laughs> Hey, I feel you. And I think from where you are, though, and I think what I like about sessions, too, as well, there's something for everybody. But for where you are, they may not be like you may not be trained and what have you, but then you go on to the next time and then you do get the training. I think there's something for everybody. And what's great about it, too, is and I mean, I'm looking at yourself here with your muscles, which I got to say, first and foremost, let's just let's just showcase the fact that this bad mamma jamma here is always in the gym and always ready, if you will. But that's the thing, too, that goes into it. It's showcasing a lot of bodybuilding and fitness side of things that goes into athletics and LFC and what have you. So I think from where you were to where you are now, the, let's talk about this body transformation, man, because you got the edge with that extern external beauty with your tats. Everything tells a story from the canvas and everything that goes into it. It shows edginess and sexiness at the same time, but the body transformation is absolutely endless and it just keeps on going, man. I got to say, you've really gotten to yourself in not only tremendous shape, but just the fact that, again, positivity allure and, again, the energy, it, it radiates off you, man. Yeah, I've never learned how to love myself before. So it's like now that I know how to work out different muscle groups, I can sculpt my body the way I want to. And it's just amazing to be able to have this knowledge of how to care for myself, which I, like, I didn't grow up fit. I was a big girl my whole life. I neglected myself immensely. And then when I met all of these women, it's like they showed me how to, how to take care of myself and what to put into my body, what kind of supplements to take that will help me or help my body function better. And 
oh, I just, I love learning. I'm just like a sponge. Just, I want to learn more and more. <laughs> I mentioned representation of your presentation at the beginning of today's forum, but I mean, adaptation, growth, and just opening up your mind. I think that also goes a long way within your journey. So, I mean, absorbing like a sponge is with anything. And I mean, you certainly have learned a lot going into different ventures, like we mentioned, but going back to LFC for a second, you, my friend are on the poster of LFC 37.5, the FHM bootleg. You get to see your grill, that face folks on the poster of LFC 37.5, along with many amazing ladies from this show that we got going on. Talk about this FHM bootleg, man. You were there, you were taking on Jenny Holson. Everybody's going to see it on November 17th. God dang, man, you got the red carpet. You got such an electric and amazing event that is FHM. How was that feeling for you just to be a part of this? I just, I can't even say like, that was my moment. That was like my moment to release everything and just give it what I got. Cause Jenny Olson, like we had just met that night and she, we're about the similar size. Probably, she probably has a little bit more wrestling experience than I do. Um, we're just like, what do you want to do? Do we need to, should we just act? Should we grapple? What should we do? And I was like, let's just go for it. And we went for it and we just started rolling and we rolled hard. And I was like, I was like, oh shit, dude, she's strong. And I was just like, do this, let's do this. And we had all the cameras out just pointing at us and people were just like, oh yeah, that was my moment. <laughs> the start, the lights were going. I felt on top of the world. I got to say, and I did see some of the footage that Jenny did put, did put out there as well. Some of the images that you've posted as well. I got to say what I love about it too, as well. And looking at the images and comparing from LFC 35 to where you are there again, amazing bouts and amazing stuff that goes into it. But I can tell from, we mentioned adaptation and growth here, Miss MJ, you have really come into your own, like for real, for real, just the emphasis on that part again, from where you are there to where you are now, it's a great to see your growth and adaptation and also wanting to learn more. But I got to say, man, I think once you get more of those, moments not only are you going to continue to shine but you're going to continue just to you know really add more to your repertoire that's very much exciting to see mm -hmm. it was like a high for me like I, I don't do drugs anymore so that was my adrenaline rush Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you something as someone who like yourself is very much sober now into where we are. I think what's great about that mindset. And I say this to people all the time. I think when you're in the right mindset and you have the right clarity and things coming to fruition, you really see things for where they are. I think not only staying positively proactive, but just doing what you love. The spirit feels good. I think it's great. Like you could wake up every morning, right. And just not only be happy to grace to God that you're alive and you're doing what you're doing, but every day is a new venture and you get to really explore and really take into those moments, the moments and memories, so to speak, created, but yet moments and memories yet to be created. So I think it really puts a lot of great perspective on things and really sees what you get to prioritize and the priorities that go into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Now, I'm going to say this as well, folks, too. If you've not checked out as well, MJ, the Dominator Domino over here, I got to put this over as well, because when it comes to any fight name or anything that goes into it from a nickname and just everything that goes into it, I have to put this over here, Miss Domino. I love the Dominator name because it's very forwarding and it's very fitting for a woman such as your stature. I got to put over. I love the nickname. I love the title. I love the tag, if you will. Scissor Vixens gave me that when I very first got in the scene. It's there Dominator. Yep. Yeah, the Dominator. I didn't know what my stage name should have been. And he's like, what do you think of this? And I was like, let's do it. And then it just kind of like 
got programmed in my subconscious and I was like, cool, this is what I'm going to use for my everyday life. Like I'm going to dominate the fuck out of everything that comes my way. Cause it's going to just lead me into higher aspects of my career. I used to be so, so shy and afraid to take risks. And now it's like, gimme, gimme, gimme. (laughs) (laughs) I think what's, first of all, love that. And first of all, the dominator, not only does it suit you well, but it sticks. I'm going to say folks for the LFC, I think this is probably the first time we've ever had a dominator in the LFC rankings with the nickname. So it fits. You're the first, you're the number one, if you will. Um, But what I love about it too, as well, like Scissor Vixen said, and how you so eloquently put it, um, dominating things in life. There's some, there's meaning to everything that we do and how we paint our canvas, so to speak, with our body, physically, mentally, spiritually. But what I love too about it is as well, how you get to dominate things in life. If you have something that's meaningful to you and how you can inspire and encourage through your words and actions, I think a lot of women can take away from what you're doing with how you fight just your overall Role, I'm going to say this because all of us are role models in our own way, but I think with how you portray yourself, somebody's going to be inspired and encouraged through that. So you should be very, very proud of yourself, ma'am. Guaranteed. I'm definitely very proud of myself. Like I'm very active in the Las Vegas community and meeting women that are on the same path trying to get sober. I spoke at my first women's meeting last night and that was intense because I'm not used to speaking in front of people. And so sharing my story with them will give some of them hope because I know some of like some of them are into fitness and they'll see how much fitness saved my life and gave me that foundation to work towards building something greater for myself and our, our sober community here in Las Vegas is just phenomenal I am so grateful to have been introduced to it <laughs> I think what I love about it too as well is and first of all I mean, we see as kids and we see like as we're younger, you know, we see many of the uh, different anti-drug stuff from your dares, the drug abuse resistance education type of stuff that we've learned in school. And we've seen. Yes. I'm putting it out there because I remember you and those a lot in school and what have you. And I mean, I'll use popular culture here, folks. There was a rock band called Crazy Crazy Town there. If you remember, you're my butterfly sugar baby. The dude wears a dare T-shirt in the video. So you see a lot of stuff like that that's really implemented in today's society and pop culture. And I think a lot of them, what we get to hear, and we see so many different campaigns and stuff. But I think where where we've been into the trenches and we go from here in that way, and you know, really getting ourselves out of it, it's wonderful. It's inspiring. And it's admirable to see. But I got to say, for those that really stick to the path, and I could see and really see and know that you're going to stick to your path and being around those women, it's wonderful. It brings a smile to my face as I see it brings a smile to yours. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have I have the right people in my life to keep me in check. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to say, it's interesting to see with you because, I mean, it's funny because we're around a lot of the entertainment industry and I'm sure there's a lot of, I mean, people could say about their temptations and stuff because there's a lot of things where in social settings where there's alcohol, but I think just the overall staying true to thyself type of thing and just really seeing it and where it could take you and just not drinking. I think it's wonderful just because, I mean, you have the resistance to not want to go back to that life. And I think that's, it's hard for a lot of people, but I think with yourself, how you become in tune, so to speak, it's great to see man. Yeah, absolutely. I, it took me a long time to want to quit drinking and to even get sober. Okay. So I, I do have to ask, though, since you did bring that point, what was the life-altering kind of experience for you that you said, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore, and it's time for a change, so to speak? Do you remember that life-altering experience for you, MJ? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so alcohol was the first to go. Okay. I was here in Las Vegas. One of my girlfriends from my hometown came out here to visit and we managed to sit with the this group of people at a VIP booth next to the DJ stage and I was mixing my alcohols. I was on I was on coke, I was on dope, I was smoking pot, I was drinking and I was drinking too much. I tripped over my heels and I fell out of the DJ booth or the VIP booth onto mm-hmm. the floor. And that was like a five foot fall to the ground and they kicked me out. So that was like, okay, alcohol is a very big problem. So let's do that. And then I continued to mess around with other drugs for a little bit afterwards. And then I was at a topless pool here in Las Vegas with one of my girlfriends. And have you ever heard of GHB? Mm-hmm. Drug? I was doing that recreationally and I did too much, not at all. And I woke up in the emergency room with no clothes on except for my bikini bottom. I was like, how the fuck did I get here? And it was just like, right then I was like, all right, so you got to stop putting this shit into your body because you don't love yourself if you keep poisoning yourself. And it could have been, I'm lucky, I'm lucky GHB, when you wake up out of that, it just feels like a drunk hangover. But had it been any other drug, it could have been so much worse. So I was just like, all right, it's time to get my shit together because this ain't working over here. I'm going to keep getting in trouble. I'm going to keep going to jail and in the court system. So I can't do that. And then it was just after that, I just stopped hanging out with toxic people that continue to use. I I can't do it because I know I will want to use if I am in their company. So I have learned to detach myself from those kinds of situations. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say this. First of all, that brings it right here to my heart. I'm glad to just see that you are where you are. That's very touching. And that really touches my soul. Um, I, I will say this before I actually met you and I'll, I've told this to my listeners, like I was not in a bad place. I was not in a good place myself. I was very, very not well. I was very, I'll be honest with you. There's a couple of times where I just kind of wanted to end it. And I'll say this to my listeners for me, it was, and I know this may be shocking because if you see my personality, but there was a thing, there was a time of just a lot of internal demons. Uh, my mother was diagnosed with cancer and that broke me just because of everything that she was going to. My mother's my, my foundation of my life and why I do this show with the beauty, strength and dominance stuff and really how I mean with my overall mindset. Uh, and for me, I think what got me out of it was just God and really just, you know, putting things in perspective and really just, you know, setting the foundation of, okay, you know, you've done a lot of good in your in this well, and you really get to realize who you are as a person, see what really matters and sticks out and how you want to transcend your mind and your overall body and soul. And for me, what was getting out of it was I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing here now, especially with this one over here and so many of the friends I've made along the way. So why would I want to give that up? And plus, my mother went through it and she's a tough cookie and she is now cancer free. Um, so thank you. Thank you. So it's, uh, it's been a long journey, a long road, but I mean, for me, it's just, you know, you have to really want to commit to stop doing what you're doing, stop your negativity and the mindset and really seeing what positive is not within life and, but what your overall being is into this world. So I think there's a lot of things that people can learn from just many experiences and how you get older and become wiser. So, you know, it's something, it really is something. It's a process. folks. I like it. Wisdom. Yep. <laughs>
Exactly. And I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to stuff like that. And if you've had a loved one that's gone through it, or you yourself internally and externally, how you want to do it. I think it's very much what's great about today's content too, is, I mean, we see social media and some people like to do this and that like, Hey, what's up on this. But if you have the authenticity and the genuinity, if you will, within your content, just being real, a lot of people can relate to that. And I think some people are very timid, like we talk about shyness, about wanting to speak out about what you're going through. But I say to people, do it. You know, you never know how you can relate to change someone's lives and really relate to people because that's how we are as people. We got to relate to each other. You know what I'm saying? It's more of a united, not divided front. There's too much of this going on in the world and not enough of this. So. Yep. Yep. People are definitely afraid to speak out and I hope that I can inspire people to not be afraid to take up space and to find the strength to use their, their voice because it has been so healing for me. And people don't, they, a lot of people can't relate to what I've been through because they've never done it. So like when I share my story, they're like, wow, cool. I would have never guessed. And I got involved with them. Um, girl clothing and Courtney Olson and you know she's been down similar path as me so I reach out to her whenever I have something like that's really eating me alive because I trust her I'm comfortable with her and she's just an amazing fucking woman who's done so much good in this world with her clothing line and I'm just inspiring other women to find their confidence and just wild. I want to see her get in the LFC. <laughs> oh my goodness, friggin! If we've seen anything with her and Sheena, and just everything that we've seen from Session Girls and stuff, that woman is a badass from just her overall extremity, her stature, and whatnot. And also, a very intelligent woman with her clothing line, like you mentioned. Like she knows how to style, she knows how to profile, and she knows how to kick ass. I mean, and she knows how, oh, like she's so business savvy, like she's so right? smart. Oh my goodness. But yes, that's, that's the amazing people that we need in this world with the clothing. And I mean, let me just say this right now. I've seen you rocking the girl clothing, man, where you're flexing and doing your stuff, your smile, the energy that goes into that imagery. I got to say, I dig it, man. I feel like I'm like, whenever I put on a piece of clothing, I feel like I'm suiting up for battle that day. Cause like every day is a new day. You never know what's going to happen to you. And it just reminds me that there is an army of women out there that that do support us and i don't ever have to feel alone i mean let's let's be honest with ourselves here folks and what i love about this one over here with never having to be alone think of it like as the tom cochran classic if you will life is a highway i want to ride it on my own if you're going my way i want to drive it on my own like come on like if there's anything that's not inspiring like that what can you take it from right exactly yeah oh yes okay so I got to put this over as well, because you were talking about the putting on a piece of clothing and you will, by the time this show airs, this previous episode will be out. Our girls, Kim Buck and Brandy May, I'm talking about Niche Boutique, Bay Hey V. This one was featured in such great clothing and such great style and finesse with Niche Boutique. Uh, a lot of kind words toward your way. Talked about your spirit and your confidence and whatnot. A lot of love has been sent toward your way. You got to talk about Niche Boutique, man, because you rocked it in that set as well. Yes, I can't wait to get more clothing from them because Kim Buck is just, she is so precise when it comes to her, like the way that she makes her items of clothing and they they are very form-fitting. So it's like, you don't got to worry about it, like moving this way or moving that way. And just the detail that she puts into it is amazing. And Brandy May has just been there for me since day one. She was like, 
the soft-spoken motherly figure that just welcomed me. And she's like, all right, you don't have to, she let me go at my own pace. And uh, wow, I can't wait to see all the costumes that they're bringing out for LFC because I saw a couple pieces, but there's so much magic in them. So much magic. For what this lovely person over here is referring to, folks, Brandy May and Kim Buck have put out a lot of great lingerie sets from the cosplay with Jinx and Vi for Snow the Salt Queen and Fair Fatherless coming to you soon. She put out a nice little ninja attire for Bella Madison. She gave this one over here a nice little attachment to the overall aesthetics, if you will. I got to say, it's very exciting times from that front. You get to see the style, the finesse. It don't make no sense to quote Bruno Mars. It's stuff like that that brings you into it. It really gets to see what LFC and everything that encompasses the overall entertainment entertainment and beauty of women so to speak okay. to the forefront so i gotta ask you man what other style and finesse question here miss mj domino you with lfc the l stands for lingerie from the moment you walk out to the moment you get into that ring it's a moment memory created you rock the lingerie side of things in your debut as you did with an lfc 37.5 so i gotta ask you if you could say what your type of lingerie that you're into what's some of your favorite lingerie because there's so many things that are elegant there's so many things that are sexy and voluptuosity that is exuded. What's some of your favorite lingerie, MJ? Me personally, I love I love thigh high fishnets. Um, not full covered booty shorts, but like the cheeky booty shorts are my favorite. And then I love any top that is like I like turtlenecks. I find turtlenecks very sexy, mysterious, but maybe a crop top showing off my 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 shoulders a little bit but i like to keep myself a little bit covered but not fully covered that makes sense. <laughs> no, that, that absolutely makes sense. I mean, it's for one's eye to view to show that you're the real deal sex appeal, so to speak. But I have to say, let's not get too sexy with it. I'm going to give you a little taste, a little peek, but then you'll have to find out the rest. I like it. I like exactly. it. Exactly. Like if it comes to like a session, then I'll, I'll wear something smaller and kinkier. But wrestling around, I, I, I tend to wrestle hard is what I'm learning. So I want to be cautious of what I'm exposing so I love what you mentioned there, because again, we talk about the word cautious, the two S's I like to put out into the forefront for the folks here listening to this show. I think whatever you're doing, whether it be sessions, whether it be LFC or whatever you're doing from a combative nature style, I think it's the two S's, safe and spectacular. Apply your craft in spectacular fashion, but also do it safely, the safe and spectacular mindset. I like that. I like that. Yes. So... I think a lot of people can take away from that. And I got to say as well, because I do have some other things I got to ask you about here, because we mentioned the external beauty, the edginess side of things. I got to say, badass tattooery, if you will, man. You got the tats. You got everything that goes into it. You look like something out of Ink Magazine over here. Repping it. I love it. I got to put it over because I'm a tat guy. I have two myself. I have two myself. I have one in dedication to my grandfather, and I have one with a nice little cross that says sanctified on my body, which means to be blessed, folks. So I'm a big Thank you. I'm a big into the tattoo side of things. So I got to ask you, what are some of the favorite tats that you got? And what are the, some of the meanings that go into the tattoo and the artistry that you have, MJ? Um, let's see here. I'd have to say that this skull and crossbones is probably my favorite because mm-hmm. she's got, she's got pigtails with little bows and it just kind that one kind of represents me because I am kind of a brat. If I don't get my way, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, first of all, nothing wrong with that, number one. But number two, I got to say that that's that spontaneity we're talking about and that just overall assertiveness, if you will. So, I mean, I mean, <laughs> that doesn't shock me, but I like your style. You're very honest and blunt with it. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> and this star, this star has been done four times. I got it when I was 15 at first and it was solid green and the tattoo artist just kept going over it and adding to this. And I still have one session left on this, but it hurts so fucking much that I don't know if I want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to say with your tattoos, badassery, I like them. I dig them. I think everyone tells a story and I'll be honest, like the funniest one I can tell you and I'll share this. I don't think I've ever shared this, but since we're talking about tattoos, here we go, folks. So the first time I ever got a tattoo was 18 when I was 18 years old, like fresh out of high school, right? I grew up on Long Island and the tattoo shop was actually not too far away from my house, probably about five, 10 minutes, if you will, depending on the, uh, you know, depending on the drive and what have you. But I remember going to John's tattoo, which is a local spot. And I saw Terrace like around, probably around like midnight, one o'clock in the morning on like a Friday or Saturday, folks. And just, <laughs> I, mean, I, I was around with the people and the best part about this. Okay. Here's where the story gets into it. So my tattoos, I have my one dedicated to my grandfather right oh, here. I love that. Thank you. And I have my sanctified right here with my blessed tattoo right there. So and both of the sessions here, the guy who did it, his name is Vaughn Eiffel, great artist. So if you're ever on Long Island, check out you out some Vaughn Eiffel. So my mother, also at the same time, we both got a tattoo that same day. My mom has the John 316 tatted on her arm, which is very nice. And she also has like a nice little rose right here that says, you know, really nice, like a little blue like butterfly here. So at the same time when I was getting my tatted on, my mom also got it the same night. So nothing says a great weekend like getting tatted with your mom. So I'll put that out there. That's the closeness That's that my mom Goals, had. goals. Yes, my mom. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, you know what it was, too? I think just because how my mom saw mine came out, she wanted to get hers done. So, yeah, she has two. I have two. So it works. I think if I wanted to get any other one for me, it would probably be in dedication to my grandparents. That's probably the only other one I would get in the future. But tattoos are addicting, man. You have everything. Yeah. Everything tells a story with it. They are. Oh, but Did your I mom got, ever come to any LFC events? Has my mom come to any LFC events? So she, around the time with 2021, uh, all right, see, now you're going to get me emotional on this. So uh, I mentioned earlier in the show, folks, that my mom was diagnosed with the um, with inflammatory breast cancer at the time. So uh, she was going through chemo at the time, and um, so she was not able to, but I set it up because I was originally not going to go. And my mom's like, this is an opportunity for you. Just go. I want to see you get your opportunity. And like, she was like very adamant on me going to do the ring announcing spot. So uh, luckily we have family and friends here. So she, they took care of my mom or my dad and I flowed to Vegas. My dad was in the crowd and he got to see what I did, but my mom, I set it up for, so she could watch the TV and watch the show um, on the TV as I was doing the thing. So she got to see the show on the, uh, on the website. When I came home uh, the next day, just the smile on her face and just hugging at me, that, that really pulled up my heartstrings. So yeah, she got to see it and she was yeah. there in spirit. Exactly. Exactly. That's so cool. That's Thank so you. Cool. But no, that that's the stuff, man, that's stuff right there. That's family. That's, that's foundation. And that's just everything that goes into it. And I mean, if you've not been to an LFC event, folks, like we mentioned, the FSW Arena for LFC 35, and you were there for 36. So, I'm, all right, we're going to put this out there because I think we might have caught this on camera. So, LFC 36 Booty Camp 4. I'm getting ready to do the uh, the next bout. And this badass over here in her black-like type of dress type kind of vibe looks something like out of like a Madonna Human Nature video. But you were rocking it, man. You had the heels going. This one comes over here, gives me a little wave. And if you see person I'm waving to, I'm waving to this one over here. You just rocked it and came in with your entrance to watch the event man i think i interrupted you while you were talking to one of the girls 
Yes, I think that's right. Like I just did an interview and this one's just like, and I'm like, what's up? Like, yes, yes, I see you. <laughs> yes. uh, so if anybody wants to know who I'm waving to, it was this one over here. Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me laugh that you brought that up now because yes I think that got caught on camera. <laughs> yep, yep. I went there to go support Lauren and oh she's I miss that girl so much she was she was a dynamo that night man she was semi-main events Courtney Coco Loco Pemberton who was dressing all to the nines as well oh, such a yeah. great show. like I said if you've never been there me too. Here's the thing. Like she was, a, she was relatively new again, another last minute one, but she was good. She did her thing very well. Yeah. Yeah. She's very feisty. Oh, very she's very well. authentic. She's, oh, she's a, she's a, she's a, she's a, I love it. She's a goddess. Agreed wholeheartedly, my friend. Oh, but yeah, no, that's, that's what you give an LFC, man. I think when you look at it, we talk about subtleties, intricacies and nuances and storytelling and just badass women kicking ass and taking names or looking sexy in the process. That's what we get, man. And uh, I'm going to say this about you because I am, I'm proud to call you a friend. I, I truly am. I yeah. can't thank you. I can't say that enough, but I cannot wait for everybody on November 17th to check out LFC 37.5, the FHM bootleg and see you do your thing thing with Jenny Wholesome. Yep. And it's going to be that's all real. That's, that's not staged. That's not pre, we didn't that's work all- anything out. We just went with it and we rolled hard and yeah. All right. So what she was saying there, folks, I'm glad you brought it up. So what the dominator over here is saying is it's not predetermined. Y'all called shit on the fly. It's like, let's just do it. Let's go. You called it on the fly. That's the perfect adaptation of you called it on the fly. I cannot wait to see what you do, man. But I will say this as well. I'm so happy we got a chance to do this. And I definitely want to have you back on for a round two. So we can definitely. Oh, my goodness. So. I always love asking this as well, because with your wisdom, because you are, you got a lot of wisdom and you've become wiser as well as we all are. It's great to see again. Can't stop smiling as I'm talking to you. But MJ, the Dominator Domino, do you have any advice to give to anyone who has gone through what you've gone through from sobriety to recovery? What advice would you give them for those who are on their journey as much as you are? Be patient with yourself while you learn how to live again because it's you gotta take it one day at a time it's just i i realized that i had to leave a lot of my toxic behaviors go and learn how to behave in different ways and that's not easy so you gotta be gentle with yourself and give yourself the grace to allow yourself to learn a new way of living and it's, it's not easy, but you don't give up. You just take it one day at a time and just remember why you're doing it in the first place. Because that lifestyle does not serve anybody. And if people say that it does, then meet me in the ring. I'll prove it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> meet me in the ring and I'll prove it doesn't. You know what that is? That is the exact equivalent of meet me in the mall. It's going down. Meet me at the mall. Right. <laughs> I will be fighting for people to get sober every day for the rest of my life because it's a form of self-love. How much do you love yourself to give yourself a lifestyle that you deserve? Really? That's the way I'm looking. I look at it for me is I, I love myself now. I love myself enough to say no to a drink or the drugs and saying no has been the hardest thing for me to learn. 
I'm going to say you have the two Ds. I mentioned the two S's, the save and spectacular. I think when I look at you, MJ, you got the two Ds, the discipline and the decorum. That's what it is. Yep. 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 I got those. (laughs) But no, I I think you truly do. And I cannot wait to see it. And I think the best way to tag what you're doing here, it's a quote from a book. Because as a wrestling fan, I think those will appreciate this. The Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy had a book back in 2003 called Exist to Inspire. I think that's where I'm looking to do, Exist to Inspire. Mm, Oh, I like that. Yes. Uh, now i'm gonna say this folks if you have not checked out mj the dominator domino on the social media front where can we follow you mj i know you're doing your thing on instagram and twitter where can we check you out um so instagram is mj underscore domino 117 and let me double check my twitter real quick because i forgot that First of all, don't apologize for that, folks. It happens. You've seen a lot of the talent on this show. Sometimes we forget our social medias. There's too, there's so much social media out there. And I'm going to say right now, I refuse to call it X when it comes to Twitter. I can't call it X. I can't rock with it. That's all I'm going to say. It's hard. When they changed that, I really thought that it was a triple X site on my phone. I was like, I didn't download this. And then I was I'm like, it up. I'm clapping it up and I don't mean to clap it up, but it's so funny because I've said that everybody thought like, Oh, so Twitter's going the triple X route. Okay. We'll see what we're doing here, but no, (laughs) but no. Um, My Twitter is at MJ dominator. So easy. Follow her on both. I'm going to say this because you're becoming more active with Twitter and Instagram. Uh, It's a vibe, man. That's what I'm going to put when it comes to your social media. It's a vibe. And you should check out that vibe. You're on the way. Yeah, I definitely want to be more active. I have an OnlyFans, but I don't really post much stuff on it right now. Um, Just I'm ready to start networking and collaborating with as many women and slaves that I can. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love your discipline. I love your endurance and I love your ambition. And that's going to give you a lot going forward. And I'm, I'm here for the ride, man. I'm here as your support system and I'm here as your friend and I'm here for the ride. You're welcome. And I'm gonna There's not you. many men that I like. And <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, first and foremost, I'm glad to be in that group, ma'am. Like I said, thank you. But yeah, number two, I'm going to say a lot of us, all right. It's like that episode of boy meets world. And yes, I'm going the boy meets world right when Eric Matthews goes, men are idiots. I mean, we really are idiots, but uh, not all of us are. Let's put it <laughs> I just, I just had some bad luck with men and I like the nice ones. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's, that's just how I am. You know what I'm saying? Give respect, earn respect. That's how it is. Exactly. Now I will say this before we close this out, folks, LFCfights.com. It's November 17th. It's LFC 37.5. The FHM bootleg with the skills replace the S put in the Z's that kills MJ Domino over here. And many of the amazing LFC lingerie fighting championships, ladies go to LFCfights.com for more details. Check out this show, check out Tommy Bell art, sketchy and funny. Check out LFC exposed on the VIP section of the LFC website. Check out LFC network on Roku. where you can see this show and many LFC contents. If you will, Get on the LFC grind. Get on the train. Come and ride the train and ride it. Whoop, whoop. Quad City DJs. (laughs) Yes. And as I always say to end this show, as we ride this train on out of here, but we ain't headed on that midnight train to Georgia, Gladys Knight and the Pips. Uh, Before we close this out, as I always say to end each and every show, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are, and MJ, the dominator, domino, I include you in those sentiments. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It was good talking to you. Until next time. Until next time. We'll see you next time, folks. Bye.
Baby. 